Well, thank you very much, and hello. You are listening to The Jazz Focus. My name is John Clark. Thank you for joining us again. Welcome if it's your first time. We are going to be uh, listening to some West Coast jazz, but not the West Coast jazz that came to be known as West Coast jazz in the 1950s and 60s. This is the original West Coast jazz from the 1920s, and we are going to be focusing on one particular band, uh, or an evolution of a band, I guess we'd have to say. It was led by a piano player named William Rogers Campbell Sonny Clay. Sonny Clay was his professional name. He was born in Texas in 1899, but he grew up in Phoenix, Arizona. His family moved there. They were an African-American Creole family, actually, and um, he started playing many instruments. He actually became a multi-instrumentalist while he was in Phoenix and started jobbing around in the Southwest. Uh, He met Jelly Roll Morton out there at some point in the 1910s and was influenced by his style, but he was also known as a drummer. He played with Jelly Roll Morton's band briefly as a drummer, and then he made his way out to California in about 1919, 1920 or so. And he ended up, uh, at first anyway, playing drums with Kid Ory's band, the band that had recorded for um, the Sunshine label in 1920 or 21. Uh, He was subbing for their drummer, Ben Borders, and Ben Borders actually ended up playing drums for Sonny Clay a little bit later. So Clay's uh, musical abilities and organizational abilities uh, served him uh, well. He started putting bands together fairly early and got a number of uh, recording opportunities throughout the 1920s up till about 1930. And uh, many of the sides that he recorded in California are really excellent uh, examples of jazz, small group and later big band jazz as well. We don't think of California as being a hotbed of jazz development in the 1920s, but there were a number of great bands that evolved from uh, sort of a floating personnel out there. Sonny Clay's was one of the first. Then, of course, Curtis Mosby and uh, Paul Howard, and there were others as well, Les Height, uh, and several other groups that were active in the 1930s. And they drew from a pool of players uh, that were active in in the clubs of Hollywood, playing for the Hollywood stars and uh, uh, playing various functions out there, and also in the movies. Um, Sonny Clay appears in a couple of movies. Curtis Mosby seemed to have that sewed up. He was uh, the first call for uh, movie studios when they wanted an African-American band, especially once sound films came in. So we're going to start with uh, a couple of odd recordings that were made uh, fairly early in Sonny Clay's career. These were by the California Poppies, so-called, and it was recorded, uh, it was one recording with two sides to it, recorded at some point in 1923 for the SST label. I'm not even sure what that was, to be honest with you. We're going to hear the two tunes from that date, What a Wonderful Time, followed by Lou. And the band was uh, his regular band at the time, Ernest Koiko, who was the uh, probably best-known player uh, in the group. He was a trumpet player who was from New Orleans. He was born in 1884, so he was on the early side of the jazz development in New Orleans. He was actually the first cornet player with Bill Johnson's original Creole uh, band that was touring vaudeville by 1907-1908. He was replaced by Freddie Keppard when it became better known. We're also going to hear Leon White on trombone, Leonard Davidson on clarinet, Bob Farrell on alto sax, Johnny King on tenor sax, Thomas Valentine on banjo, and Willie McDaniel on drums, along with Sonny Clay on piano. And uh, these names, some of them are going to crop up over and over again as we move along. 
Then we're going to jump over to July 28th of 1925 for the Wakalyan label and two sides uh, that he recorded with his band at the time, the Jambled Blues and Bogalooza Blues. And we're going to hear Ernest Coico again on trumpet, W.B. Woodman Sr. on trombone. His sons became much better known jazz musicians, Britt Woodman and uh, little brother Woodman as well. Leonard Davidson again on clarinet. Someone named Fitzgerald, first name lost to posterity on banjo, and Willie McDaniels again on drums, and Kazoo, Sonny Clay on piano. I'm going to be playing a few extra tunes on this show, so I hope you don't mind. They uh, almost the sum total of Sonny Clay's uh, recorded output. So those are our first four tunes on this set. What a Wonderful Time and Lou and Jambled Blues and Bogalooza Blues. <laughs> Thank you. 
Sonny Clay and his first recordings, done first uh, with the California Poppies in 1923, What a Wonderful Time, followed by Lou, some fairly straight dance tunes, although some pretty hot cornet playing by Ernest Coico in there, um, excellent player, an older player at the time, he was already pushing 40 in 1923, which was pretty old for a jazz player uh, in the 1920s. And we also heard some good clarinet by Leonard Davidson, uh, Leon White on trombone, Bob Farrell on alto, Johnny King on tenor, uh, Sonny Clay on piano, Thomas Valentine on banjo, and Willie McDaniel on drums. And as I said, those were for the SST label. Then we went up a little bit to July 28th of 1925, and we heard Sonny Clay's Plantation Orchestra. Um, similar personnel with Ernst Koiko uh, and Leonard Davidson and Willie McDaniels, here joined by someone named Fitzgerald on banjo and W.B. Woodman Sr. on trombone, along with Sonny Clay on piano. We heard Jambled Blues and Bugalooza Blues, done for Vocalion, and those were more in the style, I would have to say, of King Oliver's band. The King Oliver Creole Jazz Band recordings had made it out to California, and uh, they were very influential, as they were in other parts of the country as well. And you can tell that these California bands, or this California band, had a great deal of New Orleans influence. We talked about Ernest Coico. Um, Angeles was a destination for quite a few New Orleans musicians in the 1910s through vaudeville tours and so forth. Of course, Jelly Roll Morton ended up out there and sent for uh, some of his compatriots um, who came out, and they uh, they didn't care for the climate or Jelly Roll, and so they turned around and went back. But a few came out and stayed after a while. Of course, Kid Ori and uh, Mutt Carey were out there, Wade Whaley and Ernest Coico. There were even some white musicians who were out there playing, uh, white New Orleans musicians who went out as well. So our next set is going to be uh, from a band called the Stompin' Six, and this recorded for Sunset Records in May of 1925. About the same band, Ernest Coico, William B. Woodman Sr., Leonard Davidson, or, um, uh, yes, Leonard Davidson, excuse me, on clarinet and soprano sax this time, also tenor sax if we hear any. Louis Dodd was on banjo, may have doubled on alto sax, and Willie McDaniels on drums and kazoo again with Sonny Clay. And we're going to hear four tunes from this set. Uh, we're going to hear the Jimtown Blues, done probably from a stock arrangement, then Down and Out Blues, followed by Roman Around, and then the Creole Blues. So those will be the four tunes for the Stompin' Six, done for Sunset Records in May of 1925. <laughs> 
So there's some very hot jazz from 1925, certainly on a par of what we, with what was going on in Chicago with uh, many of the bands, maybe not the, the top bands of uh, King Oliver or um, Johnny Dodds or even Jelly Roll Morton, uh, although he wasn't recording too much in 1925, but very, very good playing by Sonny Clay leading the Stompin' Six for Sunset Records. Sonny Clay, Ernest Coico on trumpet, William B. Woodman Sr. on trombone, Leonard Davidson doing some really excellent clarinet work there, uh, Louis Dodd on banjo and alto sax, uh, Davidson also played tenor and soprano, and Willie McDaniels on drums and kazoo. And we heard the Jimtown Blues, familiar 20s tune recorded by many different bands. We got to hear a nice little piano solo by the leader in there as well. Followed by the Down and Out Blues, Roaming Around, and then the Creole Blues, uh, which point up the New Orleans influence on this band, certainly in the person of Ernest Coico, as well as a few other players uh, that come and go over the period that we're covering today. So as the 20s wore on, of course, the style changed and the uh, bands became larger. And uh, Sonny Clay started adding pieces to his group to play in ballrooms and dance halls in uh, Los Angeles around that time. He played uh, in a couple of different clubs, one of which was owned by the uh, comedian Fatty Arbuckle, who had uh, seen his career end because of the scandal that was uh, brewed around him. Uh, but uh, he maintained an interest in several different businesses in Los Angeles before he actually went back to uh, work uh, in front of the cameras as well. So we're going to hear from some of those bands right now. Starting at about 1926, February 2nd of 1926, we're going to hear Sonny Clay's Plantation Orchestra recording for Vocalion. And this has three or four players added. We have, in addition to Ernest Coico, we have William Blakeney on trumpet. We have uh, Woodman again on trombone. We have Leonard Davidson on clarinet. Louis Dodd, who was on the last uh, session playing alto sax, banjo, and guitar. We have James Carson on clarinet and tenor sax added. We have our friend Fitzgerald on banjo, Willie McDaniel on drums and kazoo, and Sonny Clay on piano. And we're going to hear two tunes from that day. We're going to hear the Plantation Blues and the Jellero Morton tune Chicago Breakdown, which was done, I'm sure, from a stock arrangement. I think that was published right around that time by Melrose. Then we're going to go to uh, another date, a few months later, August 26th of 1926, we're going to hear a somewhat cut-down band doing the Slow Motion Blues and California Stomp. And uh, this uh, band uh, included Coico on trumpet, Luther Graven on trombone, John Sturdivant on clarinet, Rupert Jordan on banjo, Willie McDaniels on drums, and Sonny Clay on piano. So a little uh, smaller group going there. But the larger group comes back in January of 1928, and this was just prior to Sonny Clay's uh, tour to Australia. They left just a couple of days after this recording session, and uh, they did very well for a while over in Australia, but then there was a scandal that was invented. Uh, there was a great deal of racism in Australia, which we don't usually think of over there, but uh, they didn't like the idea of black musicians coming in and taking the work. We see this in England, too, but Australia was uh, quite blunt about it, and they uh, basically set some of the band members up, apparently, and uh, they uh, essentially drove them out of the country on a morals charge. They said they were bad for the country and having wild parties and uh, dating white women and so on and so forth, which, of course, was a, a big no-no at the time in uh, segregation times, even in Australia. And so the band was essentially driven back to America after about three months. And this is the band that uh, did that tour.
Ernest Coico and Archie Lancaster on trumpet, Luther Graven on trombone, Leonard Davidson on clarinet and alto sax, Louis Dodd on alto, William Griffin on tenor sax, Rupert Jordan on banjo, Herman Hoy on tuba, and David Lewis on drums with Sonny Clay on piano. Unfortunately, they didn't record with their vocalist, who was Ivy Anderson, who, of course, later became famous with Duke Ellington. We're going to hear two tunes, actually the only two tunes that survive from this January 12th session for Vocalion, Devil's Serenade and In My Dreams I'm Jealous of You. And it's a pity, because the rejected titles look a lot more interesting. The Ghost of the Black Bottom, St. Louis Blues, Australian Stomp, and Darktown Shuffle. But unfortunately, those were rejected for issue. So this is Sonny Clay's Plantation Orchestra, Plantation Blues, Chicago Breakdown, Slow Motion, and California Stomp, all done in 1926, and then uh, The Devil's Serenade and In My Dreams I'm Jealous of You from 
a good picture of a hot dance band of the 1920s. We started out uh, with Sonny Sonny Clay's Plantation Orchestra doing the Plantation Blues, followed by a very hot version of Chicago Breakdown, probably taken from the stock arrangement, but very clearly a familiar tune to the band. They had obviously been playing it and rehearsed it and so forth. And uh, we heard the larger band, the 10-piece band, on that. And then the smaller band, that was on February 2nd of 1926 for Vocalion. Then August 26, 1926 for Vocalion, the smaller band, as I said. Ernest Coyco on trumpet, Luther Graven on trombone, John Sturdivant comes in on clarinet. He was a good clarinet player, apparently. Rupert Jordan on banjo, Wilbert, uh, Willie McDaniels on drums, and Sonny Clay on piano. The Slow Motion Blues and California Stop. And that featured Sonny Clay, or Slow Motion Blues did anyway, featured him quite extensively. He was a very good piano player. He uh, recorded some piano solos at uh, different times, but uh, I don't think any were ever released. Uh, he continued playing all the way up into the 1950s as a solo pianist and occasionally with jazz bands as well, but I think he stayed pretty much around California. I don't think he, he moved too much after that. So following that, we heard The Devil Serenade and In My Dreams I'm Jealous of You, the expanded Sonny Clay and his orchestra in that case that was just about to go on that Australian tour. And uh, Leonard Davidson was back. I don't know why he missed the other date on clarinet and took some very good clarinet solos. Luther Graven took some very uh, effective trombone solos as well. So we're going to finish up our Sonny Clay program with the last recording session his band did, and this was under the name of the Dixie Serenaders for some reason. All of these were recorded on in Los Angeles, and uh, these four sides that we're going to finish up with were recorded for the Dime Store labels, Champion most notably. And uh, this features a somewhat different band. We have Doc Hart and James King Porter on trumpet, Leon White on trombone, Leonard Davidson is still there on clarinet and alto sax, along with Sherman Williams. Carlton Wade plays clarinet and tenor sax. Frank Watkins plays banjo and violin. Bert Holliday on tuba. David Lewis on drums and vocal. Uh, we think it's vocal anyway. Um... It is possible that uh, the vocalist in this case was, in fact, Frank Watkins, and uh, he takes vocals on three of the four titles that we're going to hear. So these are uh, some interesting sort of almost to the swing era or looking forward to the swing era style, I guess I should say, this being in August of 1931. We're going to start with the St. Louis Blues, a good classic arrangement of that featuring the vocal. Then we're going to go to Louis Armstrong's theme song, When It's Sleepy Time Down South, composed by uh, the Rene brothers, who actually were uh, Los Angeles fixtures and became uh, quite active in Los Angeles in the 30s and 40s. Then we're going to do a uh, good standard tune from the 30s, River Stay Away From My Door, played with an excellent stock arrangement. And we're going to finish up with an original by Sonny Clay, a, a very interesting little tune called Cho King. And it might have something to do with the uh, drums and the choke cymbal. Don't know about that, but a very evocative little tune. I've played in several bands I've been in, very, a lot of fun to play. So those are our four tunes to finish up our Sonny Clay program, the Dixie Serenaders. Sonny Clay on piano directing all of those musicians on St. Louis Blues, When It's Sleepy Time Down South, River Stay Away From My Door, and Choking. <laughs> Thank you. 
the St. Louis blues, blue as I can be. Got a gal, got a heart like a rock cast in the sea. Or else she wouldn't have gone so far from me. Thank you. 
and faithful And I've been working and toiling in the sweating sun Oh Lord, and I've come to you Make the river hear my plea You keep going your way I'll keep going my way River, stay away from my door I just got a cabin You don't need my cabin
So that was Sonny Clay and his orchestra masquerading as the Dixie Serenaders. We heard St. Louis Blues, a nice bluesy version of that featuring a vocal by Frank Watkins. Then, when it's Sleepy Time Down South and River Stay Away From My Door, both also having vocals by Frank Watkins, with some good trumpet playing by James King Porter, I believe, and Leon White on trombone. And we had Leonard Davidson still on clarinet doing some excellent playing there. And then we ended up with that neat tune, Choking, which uh, featured some of the choke cymbals. Whether or not that gave it its name, I don't know. But some good playing by uh, one of the two trumpet players, I think it was King Porter, and possibly uh, Sherman Williams on alto sax. So a very good band recording in August of 1931 for Champion. So I hope you've enjoyed this program. Uh, this is a, a territory band, a band that didn't really stray too far out of its uh, home base of Los Angeles. And periodically we're going to be dipping into some of the different territories uh, and uh, examining some recordings that came from them. There are a bunch of other California bands I'd like to talk about, and then we may go as far as Kansas City and Dallas and who, who knows where else, but lots to come. So thank you very much. This is John Clark. You've been listening to The Jazz Focus. If you'd like to sponsor us, hit that little button on your browser someplace and uh, let us know that you appreciate what we're doing and uh, love to hear from you as well. So until the next time, see you on the other side.